All right, guys. So I'm reporting live. First of all, hello. <laughs> I'm reporting live from mine and Joe's hotel room in Napa, California. Uh, sorry if you can hear our AC unit in the back. We are actually sitting on the ground right now. Um, the mics are propped up on chairs. <laughs> we just spent the entire day at a winery and then at the bar. So I'm just telling you guys this to know what to expect for the next I don't know what, 45 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're here at our hotel room in Napa. I came to Oakland or NorCal to visit Joe's family for Thanksgiving uh, because we're going to spend most of December, all of December pretty much, in Dallas, where I have obviously told you guys that I am moving with Joe. And uh, so we did a little NorCal Thanksgiving and Joe surprised me with a Napa trip. I will say he surprised me like he told me two days before because he got really overwhelmed with trying to like plan everything. And he, I knew he was surprising me with something. And I was like, what do I wear? And asking a million questions. And he was like, well, I don't want to tell you. But he gave me like all these instructions. And thank fuck I, I got it out of him because he had me dressing for an entirely different scenario. <laughs> I feel like you weren't really listening to my instructions per se. So I guess I had preconceived notions, which is the thing that made me dress a certain way. Like I thought we were going to go to San Francisco, which we've actually done a lot. And I thought we were just going to do like a little San Francisco weekend. So I, I was definitely doing my city girl vibe. Like it was very New York-esque. And now we're in Napa, which is a completely different vibe. Can we be clear? Her city girl air quote. <laughs> she said she was going to be wearing all black everything. Which I feel like is not very city girl of anyone. Have you been to New York City before? Jeff? I mean, yeah, but like city city girl and like New York City, two different things. Yeah, that's here's the thing. If you're in a city, all black is always okay. If you're in LA, if you're in New York, if you're in Chicago, wherever you are, I had like a really sick, like daytime city girl outfit. It was all black, like sweater, high waisted jeans, black high top converse, like Here's the thing. It's just at the end of the day, it's just not a Napa outfit. So thankfully he told me to pack for Napa because I was, I think it was the day before I left and I was like, okay, where are we actually going? <laughs> cause I don't trust your opinion. Yeah. Cause then she would have been mad at me and I was like, that, that would have been a waste. Yeah. He was stressing out. But anyways, he told me, so it was a surprise, um, but it was a two day before surprise. And now we're here. Joe's actually, you never been to Napa, huh? Um, not for like the wine tasting. I maybe have been here for golf more than anything gonna be real but first time uh winery wine tasting things like that so have you liked fun. it so far it's been good i feel like it's going well for like kind of a last minute plan yeah i will say if you're coming to napa you definitely need to plan in advance i underestimated how much you have to plan in advance i feel like we did all right other than the could have used a driver yeah the, the ubers take forever so we end up we keep ending up like driving places and joe really can't drink like anything because we're driving so we can't really like go balls to the walls yet because the ubers take forever and we're always late <laughs> so definitely account if you're, if you're calling an uber account for like the driver to be there in like what 20 minutes at least like that's a, like a 15 I would say. to 20 minute window yeah. for them to arrive and then it's like whatever minutes to your destination i would say 15 to 20 minutes usually depending on where you are we're staying at a resort called the silverado resort it's just a resort that joe knew about from friends right that's why we're staying here mm -hmm. yeah it's a cute resort it's like definitely like a golf resort i keep telling him i'll go golfing with him but we did not do that today <laughs> until next time 
Um, but the wineries have been fun. I have actually been to Napa literally only once before and only for the day. I flew down here for like a brand thing that we did one day and then we flew back in the evening. So I did two wineries. We did the full tour though. And I will say the tours are kind of boring. Like you don't do tours back to back to back. Some of the vineyards are beautiful. You definitely want to see them, but there's no reason to like learn about how wine was made unless you really like it <laughs> that many times a day. So this time we, I told him we definitely just need to do tastings. We got on a website. What's the website we use? Talk.com. Talk. I think. Yeah. So we were actually trying to plan this and we we realized there was we were like fuck there's no like streamlined way to do this. Like we were just like checking every website like googling all these wineries and there's so many of them and someone told us about talk.com where you can kind of see based on your dates and time like what's available for you around the area. It's literally exactly what we were looking for. Yeah. But just couldn't find it. <laughs> we around. couldn't find it. We found it kind of late, but it was really helpful in planning. Also, I will say there's a lot of like tasting rooms and stuff that aren't a part of wineries. So, if you we were looking today on talk and we were like, well, we were looking specifically for wineries because there's a lot of tasting rooms like in town, but they don't include that whole like winery vibe. You don't actually go to like yeah. the little fields and see everything. I feel like that's part of being in Napa or wherever, like, yeah. you know, this part wine country um, is doing that. So if you're around, definitely check out talk and look for actual wineries, not just like a tasting room or something. Anywho, we are in NorCal. I wanted to talk to Joe. I mean, this is not going to be a structured episode. I mean, y'all know about <laughs> my episodes. I need to work on them. We need to do some scripting. Last week, I took a week off for Thanksgiving. Obviously, we spent Thanksgiving with Joe's family in Oakland, and we had the best time, but I just didn't want to stress out about getting an episode up. And so now this this week's episode is entitled, How Does Joe Like Dallas? episode. Um, <laughs> so I told y'all Joe and I are moving in together obviously a while ago and then I told you guys not that long ago that I'm moving to Dallas so here's the quick the quick and dirty we have been talking about kind of where we wanted to live based on a lot of different variables and right now Joe plays baseball for his job and he uh, is playing in DC so we'll be for half the year I'll be in DC and he kind of agreed to let me weigh in on where we live on the other half of the year. And now we're going to live in Dallas because obviously I'm from Texas and I thought it'd just be easier. Basically, my options were like Arizona, Florida or Texas. And for me as a Texan, I'm obviously going to choose Texas from those options. So we'll be half in Dallas and half in D.C. Joe will live in Florida for spring training for two months out of the year. But I'm going to still remain in Dallas for those two months, too. So. We'll be half and half. We'll be Texas and the East Coast. So Joe has been living in Dallas for now two months? Uh, it's, Yeah, it's been like two months-ish. Okay, so Joe's a California guy. He has just moved to Dallas. He's hanging out with my family <laughs> and my friends. Shut up, Brooks. <laughs> and uh, Dallas has really welcomed him with open arms. We're living in downtown Dallas. Uh, what are you thinking about it so far? As a Texan. So as a, as a now, new, new Texan. Texan. Uh, so far, it's been pretty good. I mean, I haven't, I feel like I haven't, it hasn't really hit me 100%. I feel like that I've moved, but I've been like pretty busy, at least during the week, doing like my own thing, PT and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, and then I feel like I've kind of been traveling a, a decent amount on the weekends. So like 
the first few weeks, it was kind of like every day I was trying to get moved in, yeah. which is like obviously kind of exciting and like keeps me busy and whatnot. And then had like a wedding and then family birthday and then another wedding and now, you know, Thanksgiving. So I feel like once I actually was moved in, then when I could have been like living, you know, my Texas weekend life, mm-hmm. I'm now traveling. So I wouldn't say it's fully set in, but so far it's been good. Um, I've kind of been making some friends, I guess, mostly through just like baseball, you know, where I work out and do my PT stuff. Yeah. Like so that. Joe basically is doing his, his physical therapy for the off season and working out and stuff at a facility in Dallas. So he's making friends. I'll text him every day and be like, how are your how's your bestie? And like, he has his little best friends and they go golfing together. So then he'll be like, we're going to dinner tonight. And I'm like, Oh my God, Joe, you're making new besties. She's very jealous. It's let's be real. No, I love it. So cute. I love, I love boy besties. Cause what, Let's be real. Girl besties share all the tea. We tell each other everything. We will pee and poop in front of each other. And like, let's say the first time we meet someone drunken in the bathroom stall, you bet your ass I'm peeing in front of a girl I just met who's my new bestie. But boys take it very slow. So they're like courting each other as besties. Like they're like, are they my bestie? Are they not my bestie? It's not immediate. So I love watching the bestie. uh, What is it? the growth that we have. We actually saw a guy also at the wedding that we were at recently in Mexico who also works out at the same place. And y'all are going to be besties now for sure. Besties. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to stand up for the guy, air quote besties, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. I feel like they're more of a, more of a true friendship. Like for, for Boys example, do not communicate for a, no, 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 no. For example, mm-hmm, my who you want to consider my bestie? That mm-hmm. odds of him listening to this very low. <laughs> Anyways, he sees me watching him practice his golf swing, mm-hmm. and as a golfer, you see the look in someone's eyes when they're like, mm, "Interest is peaked. <laughs> I'm paying attention to something that's irrelevant to me right now." And immediately he's like, "Do you golf?" I'm like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> is water wet?" No, Duh. no. This is this is why guys are like that because y'all are waiting to have some kind of common interest to have a conversation. Whereas girls, like we can just walk to each other and be like, Hey, um, we can like make up a fucking reason. Like we, we make up reasons to talk to people all the time. Like, Hey, your hair's nice. Or Hey, like we'll comment on anything to start a conversation. Cause it's normal. Men are like trying to figure out what man has a common interest because Joe knows if he sees a little golf swing action going on, he's like, I know about golf. I can talk to him about that. But here's my thing though. <laughs> How many of these airport besties mm-hmm. are you like truly friends with? Oh, well, here's the thing. Girls make besties fast is my point. So you, you catch a lot of besties. It's like the girls in the bathroom at the club drunk. You guys right? are hovering and pooping. Well, yeah, kind of. But like, we're all supporting <laughs> each other. We're all just like, I think that women, we just talk about things. We're very communicative. And that actually is pretty standard for, let's say, our gender like i feel like we just talk about a lot we're always talking men are a little bit more uh, what i would say more less communicative in general I, the super generalizing i understand but also in my experience with men they're y'all are just so much more i don't know quiet in a way sometimes overall so again with women i just feel like we make friends quick and we're not like second guessing talking to someone because we're like it's okay to talk to someone. You have to wait until you see him like doing a golf swing and you're like, and then he sees you seeing him and then y'all are like, golf. And then you're like, you play golf? <laughs> like the first words you ever spoke to each other. 
<laughs> it's so cute. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's kind of cute the way men make friends. And Joe now has a couple besties in Dallas without me even. I'm not even helping him with his besties. And things are going well, I think. You like the apartment, right? Can we get a side note? Can we get a besties count for the podcast? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so far the apartment's been good. It's actually the building itself is um, very nice. Like pretty much anything that you would think you would need in like an apartment, it has. Mm-hmm. So that's great. There's restaurants, obviously the gym. There's, you know, the parking. They have valet, which I've really used, but like that's just kind of a cool feature. Um, but yeah, all the things, it's been really good. I feel like it's for We're up me, on like the 35th floor. The, the view is beautiful. Yeah. For me, I feel like location wise, it's not too far from like where I have to go every day. There's, you know, the, what I need, the Trader Joe Whole Foods situations <laughs> are nearby. The Trader Joe. There's food around. I haven't really like explored a ton of food downtown, but I know uptown there are like a lot of good options. Mm-hmm. So that's really close. So far it's been pretty good. Yeah. I really have no complaints. Other than it's cold in the morning sometimes. <laughs> if I'm gonna like West Coast guy. If I'm gonna pick like a how, you know, how cold issue, is it you think? Fifty? Like 50, 60. It's not so much that I'm like, oh, it's too cold oh, for I'm me sorry, to go outside. 50, 60. No, 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 no. <laughs> like I said, it's not that I'm I can't go outside, but it's like That's the, your only inconvenience the, of the day. Yeah. The early when I'm doing my PT, like the early parts <laughs> of me being outside and it's windy, I'm like I could go without that early morning wind, but other than that, it's fine. It's I leave. It's like 85 in the afternoon. Yeah. Perfect to go golfing. No big deal. Daylight savings has really been cramping my we, golf style. We talk but. about how Joe is a, he's a Texan now. Say it like you say it. Texas. <clears throat> Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I feel like daylight savings has been my other issue, but I think that that goes for everyone, so. Yeah, that's not really Texas's fault. So far, so I'm going to blame Texas. If I was in California, I probably wouldn't feel this way. But anyway, so far, so good. I can't be mad. So yeah, he's been hanging out with my family. I'll text him like we do our nightly FaceTime session. He'll be like, I'm going to be a little bit late. I'm at your brother's baseball camp. And I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck? Who told? First of all, how did I not know this? What do you mean? Me and Brooks are tight. I know. And he's there with my mother and they're just like chatting. My mom's toting him around like, look at my prize winning <laughs> daughter's boyfriend she doesn't care about me as much as joe for sure actually my grandma texted me for thanksgiving this week and texted me n- nothing else but tell joe happy thanksgiving <laughs> we love you grandma with some photos of my family uh with my extended family in louisiana they're all there right now and uh just all of them saying happy thanksgiving to joe and no one really cared to tell me that so we know who the true favorite is around here so i'm not moving to dallas once you'll hear this episode i'm actually it'll be moving day actually i'll be moving out of my apartment mm-hmm. on thursday um so it'll be my moving out day my movers will be coming we have a um, wedding in malibu this weekend so actually move out day i'm going straight to malibu going to a wedding for joe's friends and then i'll be flying out to Dallas on Saturday for my first day in our new apartment, though I've stayed there already and visited him. All right. So now we're going to go to the Q&A section of this episode. I asked you guys to ask some questions. I kind of just like want to know what y'all want to know about moving in with someone, et cetera. I kind of wanted to generalize this about just relationships and moving in together 
like in general. I don't want to really make it about hyper specific on me and Joe, but we can use this as a an example for sure. Let's see. Let's ask Joe this question. So for those of you who don't know, like I said in the beginning of this, we've been dating for a year and a half. Joe is 28. I'm turning 28 in a month. So we feel like it's kind of like the right time. Also, we've never lived in the same city. So it's not like I would move to the same city as him and like move in a different apartment. <laughs> we would just be, it's just we move in together. That'd be pretty savage if I was like, no, no, we should definitely be in the same city, but like yeah. I'll be downtown. Where are you going to live? <laughs> we've always lived pretty far from each other. We've, always, we've always been long distance. Oh. So really what we're going to do is move in together just so we can see what we exist on you know, in the day-to-day plane, what's going on there. I also told him like, we're getting older and to know if I want to like get engaged to this man, I want to live with him for a hot sec to like know his daily routine. Like, is he going to annoy me or am I going to love it? Or like, am I going to annoy him or is he going to love it? Like, I'm so logical (laughs) that I need to know like what I'm getting myself into. I am logical. Stop looking at me like that. (laughs) doesn't mean i'm not emotional sometimes i just like i make big decisions based on logic so like i wouldn't like get married to this man if i didn't know everything about him and what he does every single day (laughs) it's not gonna happen so with that let's answer some questions that y'all had for joe and kind of some more questions about moving in like just i don't know questions about this this state of life that we're in right now so Someone asks, has Joe ever lived with a significant other before? That's a, that's part one. Not even question. close. No, what? not even close. <laughs> uh, I've lived with my friends that also play baseball for the last, what, four years? I feel like you and I, neither of us have dated anyone that we were that serious about to even like actually commit to dating no. for a while. The, the consideration of moving in has never been a thing, I don't think. Never. For myself. Yeah. yeah. So. I couldn't imagine that either. So what are you most nervous for? <laughs> what are you most uh, nervous for? That's part two of the question. What am I most nervous for? I feel like we've talked about this before. Probably. I don't know. I just feel like uh, the rea- probably the reality of like when you have a disagreement and then like you don't just like get off the phone. I feel like we're pretty good about not just like hanging up the phone, Mm -hmm. but then like, obviously you have your time to like do your own thing. To relax. Yeah. Yeah. I can't just be like argument. Okay. Well, I'm going to go to the other apartment because like, (laughs) obviously it's, there's a living room and a bedroom and a bathroom. So yeah, I will Um, say, yeah, that's a thing. So yeah, I think the thing is when, when you live together and I don't know, maybe you guys, I'm sure plenty of you have lived with or live with significant others, husbands, things like that. Um, I feel like there's, a, a key to this and maintaining this for a long time, especially if you're getting married to someone, all that stuff is having a way to have your own space, even when you live together. So let's say we'll have an argument. We'll go, we'll talk through it. Let's say we end up on the same page, but both of us kind of just need like a time to breathe a little bit. We definitely need to figure out how to do that in the apartment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like go in different rooms maybe or something. I feel like that's healthy. That's normal behavior. Dibs on the living room. <laughs> okay, dibs on the bedroom. Going to sleep. That is fine with me. You can have the have the bedroom, have the living room. That's a TV. That includes the kitchen. There's a bathroom in there. I would say most of the times we argue is at nighttime though. So it's time to go to sleep. And there's a my shower in there. 
It's your shower. You haven't even moved yeah. it yet. <laughs> it's okay. Sick. My shower. I'm gonna okay. take all the soaps. Y'all heard it here like, first. Well, it's weird. I found. I bought all the soaps. So I'm gonna take the soaps to the y'all, half bath. Y'all heard it here first. Um, Joe's place when we get in a fight is in the living room, and mine is in the, in the bedroom. Don't come to get any water or snacks. <laughs> Or leave the apartment because the front hey, door I'm is in the apartment. I'm going to have to have like a mini fridge for, <laughs> we'll say, for arguments you just called, in case. You called dibs, I'm just saying. <laughs> you called dibs first. Yeah, on the correct portion <laughs> of the apartment. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, um, what's it called? Kamikaze into the living room. <laughs> what? I don't know if that fits really, but okay. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Let's see. All right, this is a good one for you specifically. This girl says, how do I be as supportive as possible to my boyfriend who's in double A? He's stressed 24-7 during the season. So for those of you who don't know, can you explain what double A is concisely? Uh, Concisely, probably not. Double A is... It's a uh, level of baseball. It's Let's... two... It's the second highest level before you get to the big leagues. Okay. Which if you... I, I think... Uh, but that means from the, basic, from the bottom, you you got a, like promoted like what four or five times. Uh, from the very bottom of the minor league, leagues, it'd be like four promotions from the lowest. Okay, and then I you're in double A, three or four, and promotions. then you're in triple A, and then you're in the major leagues. Yeah, right? but a okay. lot of people go to the big leagues from double A and triple A. So like you're close. I would say a lot of people that play professionally, air quote professionally, mm-hmm. don't make it to double A. What he's saying professionally is someone who exists in the minor leagues as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. As the one that's trying to be supportive, I mean, and I mean, maybe some guys are a lot of, I mean, obviously not everyone's the same. Yeah. Some people like would love to hear from you every day or like need the like verbal support of like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're doing great on a 24 hour Mm -hmm. basis thing. But I feel like just like leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah, horrible. That's horrible. No, no, no. I don't mean She's like. She's in a relationship, Joe. No, I know. But I'm saying like you, there, there are a hundred at that level. There's a hundred and forty something games over six months or something. Mm-hmm. And you're at the field from probably 12 or one o'clock in the afternoon until 11 ish. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes there's days where there are, as a baseball player, there are a lot of bad days at the field. And like, you just want to like blow, not, I don't want to say blow off steam, but you just want to like go home and just like relax and not think Mm -hmm. about it. And then like wake up the next day and the next morning you're fine. So I feel like sometimes when you want to be supportive, it's like not being over communicative, communicative, communicative. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. I mean, here's the thing, but you have to, you have to, the question is, you need to really understand this. It's not this girl. They're not like he's a bachelor and like, this is a girl who's trying to date him. This is someone they might live together. So like, she can't just evaporate and disappear. Like she also, she has, you have to be respectful. I don't care how bad the day at the field was. The man needs to be respectful to her as well. So what can she do? Let's say they live together. Oh, I'm thinking they're not. Okay. Well, she's, I mean, that's a. I feel like a lot of people live together at our point in life. We're 28 years old, pretty much. So what would you do? Let's say you can't evaporate into thin air as a girl, which is a <laughs> fucking horrible thing to say to well, someone. Well, I was thinking like distance because I, I would think if we're talking every night yeah. and I have like 
the worst. So here's the thing that we do that we do when Joe has a bad game. I will also say Joe's a starting pitcher, so he doesn't play as much as everyone else. He plays once every five games. Um, When Joe does have a game that he did not enjoy the way he played, I do kind of talk to him after the game and I say, like, what do you need right now? And I, I ask him and I give him what he needs. If it's space, if he needs to just like relax and like go home and like be pissed off that night that's that's fine too so i would ask him what he wants from you especially like communicate again as as a woman would say (laughs) the good advice communicate properly and ask him what he wants because you know joe doesn't love to talk when he's when he's really stressed out and he doesn't he feels like i mean i I totally get this too because i do this like i don't want to over communicate when i'm pissed off and explain my anger or frustration to someone and joe's the same way when it comes to his job your boyfriend could be completely different though so i would think communicate properly and and ask him what he needs during those times if he's really frustrated because i know how intense it can be um Coming from even the major league standpoint, I'm not, I'm not, I was not with Joe during the minor league situation. I know it's pretty intense and um, kind of harrowing. So I would ask him what he needs for sure, because Joe and I can't tell you. And I think the best thing you can do in that situation is communicate, mm-hmm. not just like, again, evaporate into fucking thin air, also, like Joe's well, saying. <laughs> what? <laughs> also, I guess for like any. If anyone's in the minor leagues, the AAA team is the only team that flies. Mm-hmm. So, like, the reality of, like, him probably playing a game and then them going to the next city. Mm-hmm. You're taking a bus immediately after the game for, like, maybe three hours, maybe, like, 12 hours. Yeah. So, it's, like, the like you and I, we talk on FaceTime a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. So, like, and I'm sure you at this if point you, were on you the bus, understand we wouldn't be the talking. communication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be hard for me to be like, let me talk to you for two hours yeah. when it's insanely loud on the bus. But No, I got you. Yeah, I think I think you uh, <laughs> interpreted my answer pretty well, I'll say. I, I made it girl response. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. The guys were like, yeah, yeah, leave us alone. There's No, don't no, listen to Joe. Joe has horrible relationship advice. That's all right. Uh, okay. You're doing all right right now, I think. Yeah, you're doing fine. Uh, you, have a good, you have a good coach. Score. I'm self-coached. Me. Me. <laughs> Started from the bottom. Oh, God. Okay. All right. So this one says, um, what's something about Peyton that you love, but you weren't expecting at all? Hmm. I feel like, well, whenever she asks, like, or anyone asks, like, what do you like? What are, what are the, one of the aspects I like a lot, mm-hmm. I always refer to, like, She's extremely hardworking and like creative and kind of doing the, her own. But kind you of expected thing. that. No, I know. But what the unexpected part of that is kind of like uh, one, how late you work. Because I feel like there's times where I call you at mm-hmm. 11 or like 10 something your time and you're like still full work face. Like, I can't talk. Like, Joe talks like, to me and I'm literally like, I don't know. What you're yeah, saying. like angry. I'm like, what did I do? She's like, I'm working. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Goodbye. But also, that happens when I'll call you like sometimes during the day. If I'm just because well, that's know. work hours during the day. Well, yeah. But so in I will my say, head, it's a hard thing for me to turn on and off my work like face, basically, where mm-hmm. I'm like attacking the day at my to do list and doing everything to do because there's always too much. So I'm like, ready to fucking go in the morning, get my coffee in me. And I'm like, let's go. Like, let's, let's like run. A, like a 300 movie intro. <laughs> yes, of you, I am. Like, I'm literally up. like, let's go. And then we do it. <laughs> and then Joe calls me and I like, I want to talk to him, but I, and I always make the mistake of answering. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm like, mistake. cause I want to talk to him and I want to see this cute little face. But then I'm like, he's talking to me and he's like, hello. And I'm like, 
on my phone just like what <laughs> yeah it's always what do you want i'm like uh never mind I'll, i'm like all good. well i'm like i just thought like maybe you need to tell me something do we need to book something like what's going on and then he's like all right well i'll just um talk to you later tonight and well, he calls me the night in my defense there's times where you will text me where mm-hmm. i'm like i'm always in pt pretty much at the same time mm-hmm. and so i have my phone on me so like I'll try to respond or whatever. So then, like, I leave PT and sometimes I'll just like call to like see what you're doing. Yeah, and I'm so in I'm the middle like, of something. Oh, she'll be like, give me 57 seconds of like, oh, what's going on and talk normal. No, and she's like, what do you want? And I'm like, oh my god, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah. yeah, no, it's really hard for me to transition out of work thing. But again, it's, <laughs> this is supposed to be something you like about me that you didn't expect. Well, that's what I'm saying. I like that you work so hard, but I didn't expect there to be like the like <laughs> no. work face. Okay, Joe, you're mi- okay. Maybe I'm missing the point. You are missing the point. <laughs> Why do you always miss the point? You're so close. Okay, you're taking it way too literally. <laughs> what she's asking you is. You like, for example, the ambitious side, you knew from the beginning. That's why that's why you started dating me as part of the reason. What is something that you really like now that you've noticed that you like that you didn't know when we first started dating or you didn't expect? Ah. (laughs) (laughs) I would say uh, very strongly opinionated and stands by them firmly. Okay. Something I didn't really expect. <laughs> do you I like, like about that? You. Or do you? Yeah, that's a, <laughs> Yes. I think I stand by my opinions firmly because I've really thought them out and I have a lot of base knowledge. Like I have a lot of like reasons why I believe that. And I come at you with um, evidence <laughs> and I will come at you with time stamped evidence for various things and research goes into it. That's why my opinions are so strong because I've done, I put in the, the leg work. And I will say for it's for every opinion. What's my favorite color? Well, psychologically, I think this. Like, I literally have. That's all I do is think about my thoughts. <laughs> so I could see that. That's a good answer, Joe. All right. So this girl says, why do guys wait so long to think about exploring a semi-serious relationship? So, okay, you're 28 now. And we're calling this from this perspective. Mm-hmm. It's not really like in L.A. I feel like 28 is not like waiting so long kind of. But where I'm from, 28's waiting long. Uh, and I'm old for most of my friends have been either married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have friends who are getting divorced right now. Um, so what, what, why did you wait the amount that you waited to get into a serious relationship? Um, I never felt like I needed to. There, It didn't feel like there was a reason to rush. Mm-hmm. I feel like the more you and I have like had a conversation not necessarily like directly about this, but like talked about this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Seems like because the like window of fertility is that you, what, what you want to call it? Yeah. Well, women have a, a you know, we we're told at least that you were fertile for less time and that's true. Yeah. Um, so we do have to hurry up a little bit more, but also that doesn't mean you need to get married immediately. It also depends no, no, on yeah. your body. So it's, it's yeah. It's, yeah. But I, so I feel like for men, I mean, gener- they don't think about generally that. speaking, they didn't think about that one like, fucking time. Yeah. I'm not like, Oh, I need to have like a, you know, a family by X age and you're not like, you know, reverse engineering that, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So. And as women, we do oftentimes. So, yeah. So I feel like for guys, it, it seems like a more like you're just going to kind of wait for like a natural occurring partner to arrive or I guess, you know, enter your life at some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the you're not like you can be like looking like I've, I've always felt like, you know, you're not like 
opposed to being in a relationship, but I always felt like when you're over eager, then that kind of like you slot someone in. Spoil, yeah, you're kind of like forcing it. It seems a little bit yeah. unnatural, in my opinion. Um, so I, I feel like that's why guys in general probably aren't like rushing. There's well, no they like, don't one, time clock. They don't like. think about it the same way that women do. And I will say, the more I'm around men, the more I'm the person that's like, you need to think about it from a woman's perspective. Also, if you're a man who's my age ish, like unless you're gonna get and be with someone and marry someone younger than you and sometimes substantially like guys in LA are literally like fucking go- about to be 50 and they're like it's just like not time for me to settle down I'm like <laughs> what the fuck what woman do you want to be with and have children all these say like you want to be with someone who's in their 20s like yeah. and that's fine if they do but it's just like men don't really think in the same biological biological clock that women do and I'm definitely very aware of that um, but I also wanted to make sure that I personally was making the right decisions for myself and my life. And I wanted to make sure, you know, my brain was fully formed, which happens around 25. And I wanted to make sure that I'm making decisions for like my future and the future of my children and the man I'm going to be with. I waited a while personally as a woman. And, you know, this isn't a while. People in L.A. are much older than me and still haven't settled down because they haven't met the one or whatever. Um, I think it's just important whether you're a man or a woman to to hold out for the, what you want and meet someone that meets your needs rather than like trying to hurry into something because of a biological clock or because you are lonely or whatever it is. And I'm the person that says that time and time again, I think men are a little bit different like we're talking about. So I think that was a good, that was a good answer. A very honest really answer good. from you. It's <laughs> tough for you to spit that one out. That, no, that was a, that was a good answer. That, that was a good male was perspective. Good. It just it just like sucks. The thing is, it was a good answer because it's honest. It just sucks sometimes as a woman to hear that because you, as women, we think about everything so much, and men, I've realized to this point in my life, don't think about fucking anything. They just like live their lives, and sometimes when you hear the simplified actual answer, which is true, it kind of sucks. Cause you're like, wow, I wish I could meet someone <laughs> who has thought about this shit as much as I did. Also. I mean, it, it's not like, uh, it's not like you're guaranteed to meet someone that, or like the, if you want to say like the one mm-hmm. person that well, you I don't think we have the one, I think yeah. you just have people who, you but it's not like with. you're guaranteed to meet someone that fits that like, uh, mold or agenda, I guess. Yeah in this time frame so like even if you meet someone that you like and you're like oh i like i want to do this and this like mm-hmm. that still might not even be like the person you should be with anyways so the, like the you point have to- that she's talking about kind of not she maybe it's me i'm extrapolating this information from her yeah. question is the the way she framed it was asking why men wait so long oh yeah, when, yeah okay, okay and i think really it is because sometimes women we have to you know if yeah, you're coming at yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of if you know for example if you go to your doctor and you know you are freezing your eggs, you're doing whatever mm-hmm. you have to do. You have to like, we have a window. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what's the best you can get in that window? Or if you want to have children in this window, like you don't have all of the options and all the time in the world. Yeah, Whereas yeah, Amanda yeah, could yeah. be 80 years old and well, freaking yeah. have a child with someone who's 25. You know what I mean? Like it's just a different, we're on different timelines sometimes. And I think men, one, don't understand what the woman's timeline is. They also have no idea how the woman's body works. Like, I am constantly telling Joe how things are actually happening in a woman's body, and he's just like, what? (laughs) Okay, so this one says, does Joe think that liking other girls' photos, I'm going to put in parentheses, while you're in a relationship, is disrespectful? Yeah, I feel like this is, like, not a good look. 
No. Like, you, it's just. I would say unless this girl is known by you, the girlfriend, if it's like, if Joe's liking his brother's wife's photos, if Joe's liking his best friend's girlfriend's photo, who I know as well, and like his friends who he's had since high school, like I've, I know who Joe's girl friends are in this life. And I don't personally find it offensive if he likes their photos. Um, if I was scrolling through Instagram and saw like, an Instagram model, an influencer, whoever it is, and I saw Joe's fucking name under a photo liking the photo, I would have, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't go crazy on him. I would just, I would do something psycho in like a really underhanded way. Like be like, we're broken up. <laughs> I wouldn't go crazy. I would just go psycho. I would just break up with them. I, I will quote that. I'm but here's sure. the thing. It's also, I think this is one of those things that it's communication. Like a lot of the times men gaslight women into thinking that's crazy to give a shit. If your boyfriend's liking photos, um, if you, ha- if you are offended by that, it doesn't matter what I think, what Joe thinks, whatever. If you have a boyfriend and you are offended by that and you share that with him, that is your, choice to be offended by that and if he continues to do it he on purpose is doing it knowing it's offending you which is highly disrespectful in my opinion if you don't care honestly and you, you really don't care which i wish i could say that i didn't but i do um then that's different so it's going to depend on what you care about and if you think it's disrespectful or not and that's when it becomes disrespectful i just think it's a bad look i agree with that i think that Joe and I have had that conversation before. I've never actually caught him liking anyone's photos, but I definitely, I'm pretty straightforward. <laughs> Joe's face is like, yeah, we know. <laughs> um, and I'm like, listen, I don't stand for this. This is not my vibes. And if I see this, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be having it by the way. So um, I do think it's disrespectful if you are offended by that for your boyfriend to be doing that for sure. Okay, so a lot of people have asked this question um, and some variation of this question, and we're going to try our best, but I'll explain to you why we we might not be the best people to answer this. So um, I don't know what this is, but I'm excited. (laughs) A lot of people asked in different variations, what's the key to a relationship that's long-lasting? Okay, so Joe and I have been together for a year and a half. We are not people to be like, this is the key to the long-lasting relationship. I will say, I feel like you meet someone, you kind of can see yourself with them for a long time and not out of like being naive. It's just more about like, one, before we even started arguing about anything, I feel like we're just similar in a lot of the right ways. But right now, I feel like the key to us staying together and being together and like having a overall great relationship. I think it's the fact that we uh, we kind of have committed to stay through arguments and things that we have encountered that are different from each other. And there's some things that, you know, aren't easy to talk about. There's sometimes that in arguments that we've had, you know, since we've met each other, especially after the first six months after the honeymoon phase is like phased out. And then you're like, shit gets real. We definitely argue and we definitely have our differences and we definitely have Fights where we don't really like each other for a hot second. But I think that the most important thing and what I like to receive in terms of communication from him, and I think what he likes to receive from me is we're both like, hey, we love each other and we're here, even though I don't like you right now. I think we're pretty good at reassuring each other in the middle of that is like, hey, you're annoying, (laughs) but I'm willing to work on this if you're willing to work on it. And we communicate that 
pretty well, I think, even in the midst of probably wanting to never speak again. (laughs) So, so far, I think that's key. I also, I'm a mass, I'm an over communicator. So I pull words out of him a lot, though. I don't know if it's always the best thing to be an over communicator, but communication at a normal level is key. And then I think the fact that we've both just actively been like, hey, we're going to work on this and been a little bit more, what's the word? Mature. Reassuring, even <laughs> though we're not agreeing. You know what I mean? Like there's sometimes where you, yeah. you reach a point where you're like, okay, well, are we just different, like genuinely different people? Like is are our values completely different? This isn't going to work out well? Because we do float those ideas. You're, you have to think about that when you're in a relationship. But then we always come back to like, okay, well, I we can't imagine like actually breaking up with each other. And even when you think about that as a possible solution, both of us have been like, absolutely not. Like that's, even though you know me right now, like I'm, we're not doing that. So it's always the reassurance, especially in times of conflict, I think is really important. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the key, if there was a, if I could give you a key to a long lasting relationship, probably would just be, you have to try to be understanding and like open to learn and not just like be so firm in your opinion on everything all the time, because like you're going to be wrong about something Mm -hmm. not to say like someone's right and someone's wrong, but I feel like you have to be open to like learn and at least like, uh, you know, have a different perspective on things and like, you know, yeah, just, I don't know the, the willingness to learn and be open and like communicate like you said, obviously there's times where like we're still butting heads and it's sometimes you just need some time to like think about it and actually digest. Cause I'm also not, I don't think I'm very good at the like mid conversation, like trying to think through while also like we're having this back and forth kind of thing. You mean like like talking about it and then also receiving it in your head and like thinking about it. Well, yeah, I just feel like in general, sometimes when the, I don't want to say a heated argument, but like when there's a disagreement, uh, you get like emotionally tied to whatever it is you're talking about. So it's hard to like take a step back Process. in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why, so you can tell that Joe, even like any kind of, he has emotion, like if it's a bad game or if we get an argument, Joe always needs his time to like process and think about what he's thinking about. I process everything very quickly. <laughs> so we have to learn how each other works in those situations. And again, I think it's just communication, learning how your partner works through issues because I think the thing is like the good times are going to be really good, but you're kind of defined by how you deal with conflict in your relationship. And if the conflict gets too big and if everyone can handle the conflict and stay and they think it's worth it to stay with each other through that conflict, I think that's really important. And that's what we've been able to do so far. And I think this is a good reminder to both of us actually to continue to do that because if we do have conflict, I think it's really important to tell your partner that, you know, hey, we're having conflict right now. I love you and I want to work through this in a way that's as respectful as possible, even though it can be emotional or whatever it is. Um, I think that's really, really important so far. So like I said, we haven't dated forever, so we don't know. But so far in our relationship, that's been the most key part to us staying together up to this point has been that kind of mutual love and respect and and just wanting to stay together and make it work. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree. 
Okay, so that is the last question of this episode. We I actually just called the Uber. <laughs> We've got to get dressed and we're going to go to a lovely dinner. Is it the Rutherford Rutherford Grill? <laughs> I couldn't say it. Rutherford? 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 I have no idea. I called it. I knew it. I just called it, so I was hoping that was correct. I was going to say Rutherford. Rutherford. Okay, but that's the right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Actually, it's getting very specific. Wild wings, I think. <laughs> uh, we're going to go eat some dinner, but I'm also vlogging this whole trip and everything, and I'll be vlogging our moving experience and the new apartment and everything. I can't wait to take you all along. I hope you liked this episode. Uh, we'll ask Joe plenty more questions in the future. Maybe we'll have a Joe segment where it's like the man's perspective we gotta say mansplain <laughs> we'll call it mansplain <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening make sure to rate and review the podcast if you get a hot sack i love reading the reviews they make me really happy follow the podcast on tiktok just type in note to self and it should come up on tiktok follow the podcast on instagram you can follow me at instagram at peyton sarton what else can i tell you oh there's a new youtube video up right now it's actually very fun and exciting. You should go watch it. That's on my own channel, Peyton Sarton. And otherwise, I have nothing else for you. So I will see you guys next week.